Yes, there's a loyalty to Vince. But I believe that the truth is not the loyalty to Vince, it's the loyalty to this, all of it. And it's not money, it's not fame, it's not any of the stuff, it's the moments, it's the excitement, it's that connection to the fans. It's the dragon. The loyalty is to the dragon that you're chasing. Are you ready? Oh, yeah! Let me tell you something, brother. If you're looking for the best there is, the best there was, and the best there ever will be in the podcasting universe, then look no further than Ring the Bell, bringing you the best in the world at what we do. And what we do is take over the world of wrestling reviews, baby. Now, Ring the Bell. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, welcome to Ring the Bell, and we are back on the last ride. I am your host, Andrew Wing, once again, it's Martin. Hello. Episode 4 of 5, we're here, we're almost at the end. Undertaker, the last ride on the network, we're here for this week for the Battle Within. What did you think? Um, not saying it's a bad thing, but I'd probably say this was probably the weakest episode of the series so far, but... I still enjoyed it to an extent, but I do feel that they like very quickly scoured over the aftermath of uh, the Goldberg match in Saudi Arabia. Whether it was a case of there wasn't really anything there, or they just didn't want to show the genuine reactions, I'm, I'm not quite sure. It could be obviously two weeks ago when we were last um, when we were last together looking at this. It was leading up to Saudi Arabia again. After the disaster that was the DX versus Brothers Destruction match, uh, Taker once again returned to Saudi Arabia, this time for his dream match, quote-unquote, with Goldberg. Uh, yeah, I mean, before we get to Goldberg, they also did a lot regarding Mania, didn't they? And Mania 35 being Taker's first Mania in, what would he say, 14 years? Yes, yeah, without 14. A match. First Mania in 14 years without a match. Yeah, and it was sort of ironic, obviously going into this year and that he said like he was very anxious and he was getting you know a bit twitchy and that sort of ah oh, i should should be doing something here and but then like by the end of the show he was like you know what i've made it through one you know m- maybe i'll be okay if there's others further down the road what i found weird though is at no point did they give us any explanations to why he wasn't booked for mania like he was healthy no. he, was, he was fine he was fit he was ready to go there was no suggestion of any injury. There was no suggestion of any self-doubt. So no. I'm confused as to why that was skipped over in the sense of why hasn't he got a match? Like you, they brought him to Raw the night after. So why not? Why not book him in, a, in an angle for Mania? It was just weird how that whole thing was just overlooked. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That 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 part of the story was actually quite funny because. Um... Obviously, Taker was there for like the whole access and that as well. And then, was it on the Saturday, I think, like Vince turned around and he's like, oh, uh, I need you for Raw. Yeah, and then it was sort of funny. I think it was like uh, like the afternoon of Monday night. And then uh, and then like Vince like turned around to Taker and he was like, what sort of a professional leaves his gear at home <laughs> and, and all this? And then, and then sort of Taker cracked a joke back at him. Yeah, it was a, a, a pro doesn't leave the gear at home, and then Taker's response of "Yeah, a pro booked me in the first place." 
which that had the it. laughter and then a very awkward silence afterwards. So like, oh, mm. uh, yeah, good point. And then that was it. It was, I'll tell you, there was a lot. For, for the last three episodes, we've had a very in-depth look at the, the Vince take a relationship. And for the first mm. time in this in this chapter, we saw cracks, I feel. Yeah. Like, take a at one point was waiting to see Vince and from the sounds of it was left waiting a long time waiting to see him. Vince talking about how, okay, take I think just joking about, oh, first time he's ever listened to one of my ideas, that kind of thing. And then there yeah. was the uh, the Starcast talk where they actually yeah. acknowledged that Taker was booked for it and then Vince phoned him and said, what are you doing? Like, there's another company, obviously they're not going to mention AEW by name for some reason. No. But what are you doing? You know they're running the show that weekend and Taker's like I, I have no idea I, I, I don't keep up with stuff like that and then he pulled out now uh, there's there's more to this than I think is being explained here yeah because obviously Taker very bluntly also said in that part as well like you know you know I'm, I'm a WWE guy I'm a Vince guy you know what why the hell would I jump ship you know what what <laughs> What what would I gain from jumping ship and that everything? Like you know, I'm, I'm going to be here until I decide I don't want to do it anymore, sort of thing. But uh, see, if it was a yeah. simple thing of Vince saying, "Hey, this has happened," obviously, they're, those guys are doing the show. It, it it does maybe suggest that you might do something with them and take like, "Oh, my mistake. Never mind. That's it." But then yeah. Taker said that him and Vince had a bit of a falling out, and he understood where Vince was coming from. And he had a business to run, and he's got a position he had to understand. But Vince had to understand Taker's position, and we didn't yeah. talk for a while, then both like, oh, God, and blah, blah, blah. Now, if Taker accepted the booking for the convention and didn't know about AEW, and it was just an honest mistake, hmm. why would him and Vince fall out? Yeah, obviously, there probably was more to it than... Than we thought, but obviously in this episode, Taker actually like opened up on the whole. I've been so protective and being the character of the Undertaker for so long, and like you know, I have missed out on opportunities to do stuff on that in the past, and like you know, maybe now you know I I can do bits and pieces of that as I'm winding down. The other thing, and with the the, the Taker convention, the, the autograph thing is. It's, I get obviously the, the the contracts and and the whole organisers didn't want to cause an up an, an issue, but Taker agreed a deal to appear at that show, mm. and apparently he it wasn't mentioned here, but he also agreed a deal to appear at an overseas event as well in Europe. Now, both of those deals were signed before he signed his new WWE contract, so technically yeah. he he would have been able to fulfil the two appearances he agreed to do the autograph stuff. Now, unless there's been some sort of financial settlement included in both of those, it feels a little bit mm, murky that someone that's got the high regard of the undertaker and the reputation has pulled out of two things that he was legally committed to Mm. because of a contract he signed after legally committing to those two other things. And yeah. that whole thing doesn't sit right. Something isn't right. If it was an honest mistake, why would Vince be mad? Why would they have a falling out? Has Taker yeah. done that? Because from the sounds of it, at that time, <clears throat> was Taker feeling kind of uh, pushed out 
ignored. They don't really want to do much with me now. Did he was he trying to put a power play? He they spoke about his social media stuff. He's trying to get his name out there, and he's working mm. with a social media team. And we've talked talk about this off air before. In the oh, takers on Twitter, takers on Instagram. This is this doesn't feel right. Take on social media. I mm, wonder if yeah. Undertaker was trying to get his name out there and trying to maybe forge a a, a post. WWE career, maybe out of nothing else than spite. If he felt that Vince is kind of yeah. overlooking him and, you know, Vince is why Taker more time on the, the current talent and he's forgetting about Taker almost, Taker's a bit, but maybe Fiend's a bit hurt and thought, well, I'm going to, I'm going to book to appear at this show. I'm going to do this autograph signing. I'm going to do this. And maybe he's trying to prove a point. I don't know. Maybe that's where the falling out It's just there doesn't seem what they showed on this episode, something big is missing for me. Yeah, yeah, de- de- definitely. Um, but yeah, at the same time, you had uh, you had the like scary realization of like as bad as Saudi Arabia was, it was like centimeters away from being like a million times worse. Yeah, and I'll, that makes it even more interesting and, and equally frustrating that we don't get any post-match. Uh, Footage. Yeah, no, we could be, there may not be any footage. It was Saudi Arabia. Maybe they haven't got a limited uh, presence regarding cameras, crew. I don't know. Yeah, possibly. But it, it was just all like from Michelle McCall's point of view. And she was all like, as soon as I saw it, I was like instantly worried. And I was straight on the phone to our doctor. And like, yeah, wasn't it like literally like, you know, it dropped centimeters further back or whatever? He could have been looking at very very serious issues i think it's when she also said that take a text her and they said um but my back hurts and she was like yeah that's, that's yeah. serious if he's admitting that he's in pain this is bad mm. yeah yeah i think wasn't it something like oh my, my back feels jacked or something yeah but, but yeah 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 obviously uh michelle's painting pretty big pitch you know Taker will just generally just deal with injuries, but you know it's got to be really bad for him to admit. Yeah, okay, you know this isn't great. So, so yeah, and then obviously he was then like thinking in the back of his head, "Oh crap, I've committed to extreme rules. You know, am, am I going to be okay to do this?" Well, that's the other thing we find out. We wondered when that happened. We thought take us back, or is this to try and kind of make up for extreme rules, bounce back from that? No, we found that he he was committed to it. So he, but he did say, "Can I? Do I need to pull out? What do I need to do? How can I pull out? How do I pull out of this?" So we even saw he was still doubting that as well before he came back for the Roman Reigns, uh, like Drew McIntyre stuff. Yeah, yes, that match happened, and we saw backstage take a go up to Vince and say, "I'm done. Like I wasn't there. Like it went well. I moved well, but I'm done." So take at that moment. In that immediate aftermath of that match, said that's it, he's done. Yeah, yeah, uh, which was crazy. And then, like, initially, you had, like, Vince's resistance. Oh, yeah. Oh, you know, go have a think about it. You know, we'll, we'll, we'll have a sit down, we'll have a chat, and, you know, and we'll, uh, we'll, we'll see where you're at. And then, like, take us all, like, affirmed his feelings even more. And then, like, by the end of it, Vince was all, like, you know, I'll follow your lead, Mark. <laughs> But then what seemingly was that same night, don't know how much later, Taker was shown in, in the locker room saying it it went good, to, uh, maybe a, 
too good, maybe a little bit too good. I'm all juiced up for adrenaline, and maybe I've got a couple more left. So it seems like in the space of whether it's 30 minutes, an hour, two hours, he's already having to change a heart. That he's gone to Sandvich, I'm done, to now going, well, maybe yeah. I've got a couple left. Yeah. So all I read them from pre um I think it was a bit like probably initially thought, right, you know, that went really well. Screw it, let let let's go out on that note, and then and then you know the ideas start swirling around in his head after he's had a couple of hours to process it or whatever. Maybe, and Triple H spoke a lot about this as one of the talking heads about chasing the dragon, which has been said by others in the in the previous chapters. Is that yes. maybe once he knew he had that good match and he was he felt mentally like he was ready to to give it up. It then came to mate, and this is purely suggesting, the ego saying, do I want to go out on Extreme Rules? Do I want to go out on the tag match? Do I, do I want to go out at Mania? Do you know? That's what, what caused the change of heart is basically the, the, the question. What caused that? I'm happy to go out as Roman's partner ta- against Shane and Drew. The match went fine. The fans appreciated it. Happy days. I'm off now, Vince. To then going, well, I've got a couple more left in me. What happened in that time to cause that change of heart? Yeah, indeed. It's um Yeah, it's an interesting one, but sort of this episode I feel has sort of like raised more questions than has answered them, to be honest with you. I thought the final shot of the episode was interesting where it was kind of the, the voiceover of Taker saying I might have a couple more left and it shows him and AJ Styles backstage and Taker kind of ushering the camera crew away and kind of dismissing them. Now obviously the clip was out of context but did, does that show that Taker saw the AJ match or at least what it was originally going to be before obviously all the pandemic stuff changed it? Did he see the AJ match being his last Mania match? I think it potentially did because obviously going on uh, Mania 35, wasn't it? Obviously when it, where he wasn't booked, you know, it was tough for him to get through. But once he did get through, he was he was just more over to it. You, you know what? I think we can do this again. And yeah, I, I'm fully in belief that, yeah, he probably did think, yeah, okay, that can be my last Mania one. Let's, let's do AJ. I've been wanting to have a match against AJ, so why not do it then? And, you know, that's me done for Mania. So, all questions in going into the last chapter, uh, obviously focusing on the Boneyard match and what that was and, and the, rece- the reception to it. And, of course, mm. are we going to get this much speculated upon tease of a, a final match? When is it going to take place? Is it going to be talk about that? Yeah, I mean, obviously a bit of a short episode because it kind of flew by and, and even as stuff happened, it's kind of, it felt like it was just there, like it was just setting the pieces up for for the final chapter. We didn't get that much on the Goldberg stuff. We got a bit about Mania and obviously Taker's feelings about that. But overall, the questions really now have to be asked, what happens now? And how much are we going to find out regards to that question yeah. in this week's chapter five? Mm. I think it definitely has to be either a retirement or, okay, I'm doing this last one. I mean, obviously, we've spoken at length. We think it would be perfect for him to go out at Survivor Series, but I'm not 100% sure if they will do it at Survivor Series or not. So basically, it's now going to be, will he continue to chase that dragon that he seemingly can't stop chasing, or will he finally give 
uh, himself and his family kind of that closure, that final end where he can say, I'm done. The gear being packed away for good. I am finished. Yeah. The Undertaker is gone because he seems unable to, to do that. And it's now going to be a case of was WrestleMania 36 that time we can finally say, that's it. I'm now walking away. And there's no phone call you can make. There's no question you can ask. There's no favour you can ask me, which makes me say, I've got my gear. Yeah. So yeah, that's chapter yeah. four. Uh, if, as always, if you have any opinions, thoughts, feedback, no matter what, you know where you can let us know what you feel on Facebook at Ring the Bell Show and on Twitter and Instagram at Ring the Bell Pod and by email at ringthebellpod at gmail.com. You can also uh, leave any feedback or opinions as well as a really nice review and a five-star rating if you feel around it over at Apple Podcasts and also grab us anywhere else like Spotify, Google Podcasts, Anchor, anywhere else you listen to your podcasts. Um, Martin, in closing, anything else to add? No, I'm just eagerly waiting uh, Sunday's final episode just to see what is the final outcome. But for now, this has been Chapter 4 of The Last Ride, The Battle Within, and this has been Ring the Bell. I've been Andrew. I've been Martin. Martin. Andrew. Ring that bell.